This is Transforming Culture, an MBC podcast. I have a heart full of questions, quieting all my suggestions. What is the meaning of Christian in this American life? I'm feeling awfully foolish, spending my life on a message. I look around and I wonder ever if I heard it right. this bonus episode of Transforming Culture, the podcast. I uh, did not initially think that we would be doing something like this, but uh, had the opportunity to speak with Kevin Wilcox further. Uh, we had to re-record his audio. And one of the things that perhaps you didn't know is that Kevin is the reason that Citizens by John Guerra is our theme song for this year. Uh, he played that during part of his time at NBC. Unfortunately, that audio didn't get saved in a, the right way. And so we had to re-record. But we we really just loved how he used that song. I personally had never heard it before and found it very meaningful and was reflecting on how to introduce and do the intro outro of this podcast as we were putting it together. And we realized that Citizens was a great song because it asks some hard questions. And so I thought, you know what, we've got Kevin here, we're recording. Uh, why don't I ask him to share with us his thoughts behind the song? Uh, because I think it's, it is quite meaningful. And then at the end of this little talk for about the next 10 minutes, we will play the whole song for you so you can hear it. John Guerra's music is fantastic, I've discovered. Thank you, Kevin, for that. Uh, and so, yeah, Kevin, I'd just love to hear where did Citizen, where did you first interact with it? What does it mean for you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Luke. So, um, uh, yeah, good to be back. Good to be here for the bonus episode. Um, and I'm I'm so thrilled that this song became sort of the theme song of the Transforming Culture a podcast series because um, I think just think it's so perfect. Um, John, if you're listening to this, thank you for writing beautiful music. Um, so how did I first interact with this song? So I actually first interacted with this song um, through a different podcast, if you can believe it. Um, I was listening to a podcast series uh, by Christianity Today that'll be very familiar to some people. It's called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Um, it's an excellent podcast series about one church uh, in Seattle that was very popular sort of in the in the 2000s, um, a big evangelical church led by a pastor named Mark Driscoll. And um, and the 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 series, I, I commend it to you. I think it's it's a bit of a I think it's a little bit challenging. I think it really goes to some hard places in it sure does. Yeah. In, in wrestling with some of the errors of that particular church and how there's some analogies to the ways that that church uh, made faith difficult for some people and how uh, to like how the broader evan evangelical church might be getting some similar things wrong. And so it's a really great sort of case study. It's useful for for self-reflection. And in that in that in one of the episodes, one of the verses of of Citizens by John Guerra uh, was played towards the end. That's so interesting. I've listened to that whole podcast through and I don't remember that at all. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, how wow. I found it. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and give it another listen. Yeah, and I wish I could tell you which episode it was. I, I probably should have fully recorded I can recorded, probably look that up. Yeah, sure. Put it in the show notes, so to speak. There we go. There we go. Um, I really love I really love this passage. And the passage that, um, sorry, I really love this song and the, and the passage in the song, the verse in the song that 
really sorry that was used in the podcast that really gripped me was one of the verses towards the end um and you'll you'll hear in a minute when we play the song but it's the the verse that goes like this there is a wolf who is ranting mm. all of the sheep they are clapping promising power and protection claiming the christ who is killed killed by a common consensus everyone screaming barabbas trading their god for a hero and forfeiting heaven for rome i love that verse so much thank you john Guerra, for writing it um and i love that verse a lot because i think that it really speaks to something that's extremely pertinent right now uh, i think in a world that is it feels very unfamiliar to us as the church. I think we're used to sort of having a certain degree of, shall we call it, political clout I think, mm-hmm. in, in the West. And we're used to having some sort of meaningful participation in government as the church. And that's a big part of you know Western history. And there's a lot of good that's come from the church being in government over the course of over the course of history. But there's there's also um, I think there there's some ways that this has gone gone south for us in, in recent years. And so. Um, I think Gara is saying without saying um, that there's a risk that we can support certain individuals being in government because we think that they they present how do I say this they they we think that they will preserve our interests as the church without actually realizing that we're abdicating our witness by choosing to ignore some of the reasons why that person um, is not a good. Um, it's not it's not wise for us to be publicly supporting a person like that and i'm tr- really trying not to use names here yep. for for i think good, good reason. reasons yep. um but but this idea of like tr- um trading our god for a hero and forfeiting heaven for rome i really like this i really like how it i really like how the song sort of brings into perspective the fact that when we fight tooth and nail to maintain political power in say canada or the united states as the church, um, we in some sense do forfeit heaven for Rome the way that the Pharisees and the Jews in the um, in the story of Barabbas and Jesus, they prefer the insurrectionist Barabbas, who was there to sort of do what they thought Jesus was going to do, push back against the Roman Empire over the Son of God himself, who had a different understanding of what it meant to be the kingdom of God. Um, I really love that. And I think that in choosing the earthly kingdom over the heavenly kingdom, um, and I do think we often do this. Um, I think in choosing the earthly kingdom over the heavenly kingdom, we we do abdicate our responsibility as the church. We do. I think there's almost a lack of faith inherent in that decision, and um, we almost we set ourselves up for failure as far as the Great Commission is concerned, and maybe even um, create deconstruction crises for ourselves and the people around us. And so I love that in the song, um, John Guerra really i think compassionately and gent- compassionately and gently but also clearly sort of calls out this error and um and reminds us to actually seek the lord's justice uh, rather than trying to maintain power and protection in in our earthly circumstances earthly political circumstances so that's i love that verse a lot yeah it's really no, sort of it's, how it's i great. connected with it I had a, we had a lot of laughter as we were uh, recording the trailer. You know, we are very grateful that John and his team gave us permission to use the song. We sought that mm-hmm. out and it was really cool. Actually, it was the first time I've ever done something like that. And I thought, oh, this is great. And so, um, but 
we we kept playing the trailer for people as we were kind of getting ready to launch. It came the trailer we put out in September, waited a couple of weeks, and then started putting out podcast episodes. And the number one thing people kept saying uh, is, you know, what is the meaning of Christian in this American life? And people were saying, well, can't you change it to Canadian? And I was like, well, that's not how copyright works, but you know, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, and it's but I, I the first two lines just the, I remember you playing them at NBC. I have a heart full of questions, quieting all my suggestions, mm-hmm. uh, and that idea that questions and suggestions, although a nice rhyme, you know, we, we have so many things that we think, but the questions can sometimes overwhelm. Uh, and then the, the other part for me that there's two other things that really got me other than that one verse you've already spoken about. I'm feeling awfully foolish spending my life on a message. I look around and I wonder ever if I heard it right. And when we were preparing the intro for all of the weeks of this podcast, uh, our editor Abhishek said, you know, it's kind of a long intro. And I said, you know what, you're right. It is a long intro, but there's something really beautiful about those first kind of four sections talking about the questions and then talking about spending my life on a message that you wonder if you ever heard it right. I need to know there is justice that will roll in abundance, all of that. Um, It's so interesting. And going back a little bit to the deconstruction episode, wrestling with this idea of I'm looking around at other people, at other believers and wondering, did I hear something wrong? Because I don't think that what I look around is necessarily lining up. And that's yeah. it's kind of the heart of this Transforming Culture podcast is that we want people to look around and understand, no, I am hearing some things right. I'm not, I'm not nuts. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not losing it. Um, it's, it's so beautiful there. And for me, the fact that he called it citizens as opposed to children, yeah. you know, he runs through this kind of three-step process where he says, we arrive as immigrants and you call us citizens and you welcome us as children home. Mm-hmm. I love that he used citizens, not children, because he really acknowledged the the now, but not yet. Yeah. Uh, and that was something that it took me a few listens to catch on to. And mm-hmm. it just kind of, oh, really beautiful that, hey, we're, the, we're at the citizen stage. Yeah. We're, we are also children. Yeah. But it's the now and the not yet. Yeah. Um, acknowledging that there are still a lot of questions and mm-hmm. we will still have our questions silenced by these, you know, suggestions and, and the vice versa it's it's tricky it is right and i love he's he's very comfortable with mess he's yeah. not he's not really stressed out by anything yeah no, it's <laughs> it seems. awesome yeah it's awesome no i love that i um you know we're, we're in the engaging culture series and there's there's a lot of issues that this podcast has touched on that are really critical issues for us to be able to think about and and i don't i certainly don't have all the answers to these questions um and i sort of am i think in in a lot of ways just sort of figuring things out as I go and just trying to love people the way that the Lord does and, and stay, stay true to what I understand the word of God to say and follow Jesus where he takes me. Um, but it, it, it does sort of leave you, I think following Jesus in an environment like the one that we find ourselves in, in the modern day, um, really can lead us in, lead us into, I don't want to say difficult places. Like I, I believe what the Lord says in, in Psalms, uh, I think it's 23, like he leads me beside still waters. Like that's, mm. that's true, but it's also true that the world feels very unfamiliar right now. And I, I really love the verse that the song ends on where he says, is there a way to love always living in enemy hallways? I don't know my foes from my friends and I don't know my friends anymore. Mm. That's so, so real, right? Yeah. And it's even more real after the pandemic. We talked about that a little bit yeah. in the episode where we talked together that Sometimes I looked around, I don't recognize some of the people I thought I knew mm-hmm. and they don't recognize me. I'm not in any way trying to claim that I'm right or wrong. Right. Uh, we suddenly look different to each other, we right? Do. The rose colored glasses maybe have come off in mm-hmm. some senses within the church. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, 
but I love, and so we, we talked briefly about my tattoos in the deconstruction episode. That's but right. I, yeah. I, I have one on my right wrist and it's just my shorthand for legalism does not equal love. And I, uh, for me, that's just a, a reminder to myself about as a lawyer, <laughs> as a lawyer. Well, yeah, definitely. I'm a, I'm a crown attorney and, but I, but more than that, I'm a follower of Jesus. And mm-hmm. when Jesus says the first and second greatest commandments are to love the Lord, your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. We now have to love always while living in enemy hallways, right? And we need to mm-hmm. know what it means to do that in a, in a place where we are in some, in some sense being kind of put under pressure for our faith, but also just frankly living in very unfamiliar territory right mm-hmm. now. And I love that there's a question here at the end of this song. Um, is there a way to love always living in enemy hallways? Because he's not offering sort of a simple blanket answer to how we're supposed to do this because one doesn't exist. It's a dynamic process that we, that we need to work out. And I, I think I, I appreciate that it's open-ended. The answer is yes, but it's not by might. It's not my power. It's by the spirit of God as, as the word of God says. So, yeah. And and that ending line, love has a million disguises, but winning is simply not one. Mm -hmm. And the first time my wife, Alyssa, heard it, she she loved the play on words there. Winning is simply not one as it could be O-N-E or it could be Mm -hmm. W-O-N. To read the lyrics, you know that he means one is in the number one. You know, winning is simply not one of the disguises that love has. Right. Um, But yeah, love has a million disguises, but winning is simply not one. And Mm -hmm. really going after the power structures, um, it makes me think a lot. One of my absolute favorite songs of all time is Josh Gerald's Zion and Babylon. If you haven't heard that, I would commend it to you and all of our listeners. Uh, When I was uh, wrestling with a bunch of stuff, there's some things in there. And and Zion and Babylon has this beautiful moment at the beginning where you you think you're in Babylon and then he flips the script halfway through. And Mm. I I cannot listen to that song without getting goosebumps. uh, but it's just so beautiful to think about this idea that, you know, love has a million disguise, disguises, but winning is not one of those disguises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to forfeit Rome for heaven. That's to right. The script, right? Yes. Like he's saying we forfeit heaven for Rome. Yeah. It's the upside down kingdom of a dying world. Yes. Is what Josh Garrels would say in Zion and Babylon. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll be the theme song for episode for season for two. Season two. <laughs> Josh, if you are somehow listening to this, please let me use your song. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a, just a beautiful way of reminding me that I need to stay humble in the face of feeling like I've got a lot of good answers because mm-hmm. I trust and, and love Jesus. Uh, we need to make sure that we are acting as citizens, as immigrants, as children. Yeah. There's a humility that comes with that. Totally. And, and just coming back to the chorus, um, because that's, that's, that's sort of the end of the chorus is like mm-hmm. citizens and children and so on. Um, we we got to get to the song because it's just, it's beautiful. But I, I, I think that it's such a perfect song for this series. And I, I should say, I, I didn't recommend to Luke that the song be no, used for you, the series. No, you didn't. When I told no. you, you were almost more excited than I was because I, I you didn't see it coming. Yeah. No, I didn't see it coming. I did, I did use it. I did refer to it in, um, in the lecture, but. I love the, I I love the the refrain in the chorus, right? We like I said, we're in the we're in the engaging culture series, and I don't know that there's a great way to talk about engaging culture without talking about justice, because what what is what is justice? I'm a I'm a lawyer. The Lord called me to be a lawyer when I was like around the time that I got saved, and like that's its own story. But because of that, I've had to spend a lot of time thinking about like God, what is justice to you, mm-hmm. right? And it's not as simple, like it's 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 not a simple question, I don't think, or at least it didn't seem to be uh, when I first started thinking about it. Like there's punitive justice and there's economic justice and there's um, and there's restorative justice, there's restorative justice, yeah. there's equitable justice. Like there's so many different ways that people have thought about this word, um, but it's 
but I, I think that whatever, however we define justice, justice is in some sense about right relationship between people. Like you can't mm. talk about a culture without talking about justice because you can't talk about a culture without talking about groups of people. Mm-hmm. Right. And justice, um, as I've come to understand it, is the collective practice of righteousness. Right. And that's why we need to understand these topics that have been discussed in the over the course of the podcast. And I think that the song itself is so critical for, or is so perfect for a, a podcast like this because the refrain in the chorus is, I need to know there is justice and that it'll roll in abundance. And I think that's true of us as believers as we engage with this culture. Like we, we strive after the Lord's justice in, in our culture. But it, it is also for so many people who don't even know the Lord yet, I would say, are like they hunger and thirst for righteousness. There's a lot of people are hunger and thirst for justice, as, as Christ says in the in the Sermon on the Mount, which, by the way, was not directed to people who were yet following him. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really important to yeah, remember. And so absolutely. I think the promise of Christ to even unbelievers um, is blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice or righteousness, depends on the translation, um, for they will be satisfied. And I, I love that this this podcast has dealt with so many of those issues wherein both believers and non-believers are starving for justice, like whether it's racial justice or the LGBTQ issue or 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 deconstruction, right? Yeah. Like there's a, like, I need to know that there is justice. And I think that's something that we can, we can agree on as believers and unbelievers. We, and we seek the Lord or we, we as believers point the world to the Lord for as a solution, which I, I don't think is lost in the song. I really do think that the whole song effectively functions as a prayer where, uh, where John is, is directing his request to the Lord. And that I think is really beautiful. Yeah. You won't, you won't hear it in the, version we're about to play but if you look up the one that he's played on youtube he stripped it back a little bit mm-hmm. and it's almost he's almost speaking those last few lines mm-hmm. right and i it's so beautifully done anyways uh we as you we have talked about in this episode and the last one talk too much so we are going to cut straight to john garris citizens uh, and we hope that you enjoy yes
Right, that is the end of this bonus episode of Transforming Culture. Thank you so much to Kevin Wilcox and uh, his insight into this music and all of the various things that he's brought this year. We are already so excited for year two of our Transforming Culture series. We have got speakers booked for summer of 2023, uh, looking at things like disability in the church and Christian higher education and education for children. It's going to be great, and we cannot wait to see you either at Muskoka Bible Center here in the chapel or to see you online when our next podcast series is released. As always, if you've enjoyed listening to today's episodes, please share it with a friend, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, or give us a like on social media. If you have questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Transforming Culture is a production of Muskoka Bible Center. It's hosted and produced by Luke LaRock. Editing, sound design, and mixing by Abhishek Varghese. Audio and technical support from Charles West and the Summer 2022 AV Team. The theme song is Citizens by John Guerra. Graphic design by Christina Tebakel Hotz. God bless you and talk to you soon.